Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051, 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org, friendshipwithgod.org, or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here is our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. He's our righteousness, and when we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we're hungering thirst after him. He's our Isaiah 53.11 righteousness, Isaiah 53.11, which says, so shall my righteous servant justify many. But it all starts with this thirst, this thirst for the Lord Jesus. That's the thirst that David described in Psalm 42.1, Psalm 42.1, as the heart Panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for thee, if for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And you can just feel those words when he's writing that. The soul yearning for the Lord Jesus, longing to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus. When shall I come and appear before God? When, now, when, when? When are we going to go? See how Psalm 63, 1, Psalm 63, 1, he says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Finding the Lord Jesus doesn't come by drifting. We don't drift into his presence. Oh, I think I feel like that. Okay, I'll have a little religious time. No one drifts into God's presence. They seek God's presence. We're like, we, now, now we, we all like to sleep. I love to sleep. <laughs> I love to sleep. I mean, we all like to sleep in. We all enjoy those extra time of sleep in the morning. But what's going to drive us to give it up? What's going to drive us to give up that extra sleep in the morning and to get up earlier than we have to just to meet with the Lord Jesus? It's this speaking, it's this seeking spirit here that David is referring to when he says, early will I seek thee. It's that longing for the soul satisfaction that's not found in the world, that's, that, and, 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 and it's where it's finding the Lord Jesus in the morning is more important to me than sleep, that extra sleep. And so David talked about stretching out his hands to God. And when he does that, he's expressing really stretching out his soul to God when he says in Psalm 143.6, Psalm 143.6, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a, dr- as a thirsty land. He calls the world a thirsty land, a thirsty land, just like the hymn that says, I thirsted in the barren land of sin and shame, and nothing satisfying there I found. But to the blessed cross of Christ, 
Uh, one day I came where springs of living water did abound, drinking at the springs of living water. Happy now am I, my soul they satisfy, drinking at the springs of living water. Oh, wonderful and bountiful supply. How sweet the living water from the hills of God. It makes me glad and happy all the way. Now, glory, grace, and blessing mark the path I've trod. I'm shouting hallelujah all the day. So when we stretch out our souls to God, then in, 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 like, 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 like that, we're gonna find that God is there also inviting us. As he said in Isaiah 55, 1, Isaiah 55, 1, he says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye buy, eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money, without price. Three times he says in that verse of Isaiah 55, 1, come. He says, and, 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 and this is for us, for 2018, when we feel the thirst in our soul, then we need to hear God saying this Isaiah 55, 1 invitation, come ye to the waters, come ye, come. And in 2018, we see the world has no water. It has nothing really to satisfy us. And even when we've sinned and we've gone to the world for soul satisfaction and we've been wrong, then we turn back to the Lord. And it says in Isaiah 41, 17, Isaiah 41, 17, when the poor and needy, seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. So when God says, I will hear them. God is saying to us in 2018 that when we find ourselves parched in our souls, really dry, that's the time to pray. It's not a waste of time. It's the time to pray because God promises in Isaiah 41, 17, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. And when God hears us, he will do new things for us. And this is the central verse of Isaiah 53. Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, 19, 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Now shall you not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So when God says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. That's God saying, I'm gonna do something that you didn't expect. That's God saying, I'm gonna surprise you. That's God saying, I'm gonna do what has not been done in the past. That's why in the previous verse he says, just forget about what has been done in the past. Like God making, in then Isaiah 43, 19, 43, 19, rivers in the desert. And in 41, Isaiah 41, 18, Isaiah 41, 18, rivers in high places. We just don't expect that. We don't expect to find rivers flowing in high places like on the top of mountains. And we don't expect to find rivers in the desert. And we don't expect to find springs of water in dry land. But God says those are the types of new things from Isaiah 43, 19. Those are the new things that I'll do for you in 2018 to satisfy your souls. He's going to do that for us because he cares about the thirst in our souls 
And he says in Isaiah 43.20, Isaiah 43.20, that I'm there to give drink to my people, my chosen. So when we come to the Lord for a quiet time, and, we're, and we come, and there are those times, and we have to be honest and say, there are those times when our souls are just dry, and we feel so insensitive. You know, we're so insensitive. We're more attuned to the weather report than the Bible. And there's a dullness in our spirits to the word of God. That's the time to carry this promise of Isaiah 41.18. Isaiah 41.18 to God and say, Lord, you said in Isaiah 41.18, I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and dry land springs of water. Lord, that's my soul right now. My soul is dry and it's dead now. I need those rivers. I need those fountains. I need those pools. I need those springs you talked about that you would open up for me now. I mean, how about that for, for, for carrying a promise to God at the start of a quiet time with God? And then God's invitation to come and drink. That's the last invitation he gives in the book of Revelation. That's the last invitation. In the book of Revelation, Revelation 21, 6 says, Revelation 21, 6, he said unto me, it's done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And one of the, getting right down toward the, one of the last verses in the Bible, Revelation 22, 17. Revelation 22, 17. The spirit of the bride say, come. Let him that heareth say, come. Let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him drink. Let him take the water of life freely. So we're going to progress 2018 like we see Jacob progressed from the 20% Israel to the, to the 50% Israel, the second part of his life. Then we have to resolve to daily come to the Lord Jesus for these quiet times to satisfy our souls. Now, after we resolve that daily meeting with him, in order to progress like Jacob and to be more like Israel, we've got to realize and we've got to give ourselves to fulfill, it, to, to realize God has a purpose for our life. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life. God has a purpose. And we've got to realize God was very clear to Israel what their purpose was in life when he said in Isaiah 43.21, the next verse, Isaiah 43.21, this people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Now, what God was telling Israel is the same as God is telling to us today when he said, this people have I formed for myself. And, 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 and that's a very interesting word when he says formed. You know, formed is one step beyond created. Created. Created is the Hebrew word bara, bara, which means to make something out of nothing, which is what God did. When we, when he created us, we did not evolve from nothing that exploded. That's a news flash. <laughs> we did not, we did not evolve from non-living matter. We did, we did not evolve from a single cell microbe. We were created by God. We were created out of nothing by God. That's the meaning of bara. But we were not just created without purpose. And, you know, when it says that I, Isaiah 43.21, Isaiah 43.21, I have formed thee for myself. It explains that like Israel, we were formed 
And that's not the same word as bara, created out of nothing. The word that's used there for formed is the word yatsar, yatsar. Yatsar is the word that's been translated formed. Yatsar is a, is a word that's used when you make pottery. It's a pottery making word because yatsar refers to working with wet clay in a pottery. Yatsar means squeezed into shape. It means taking a potter's hand and squeezing wet clay into shape. And this is what, this is the scene. This is, this is the, this God uses this word yatsar to bring to our minds the scene of the potter as he's sitting there. He's got in his mind what this lump of wet clay's got to look like. He's got in his, he's got a vision in his head about how the finished pot's got to look. And then he uses it from his mind. He uses his hands to squeeze that wet clay to get into the shape that he has in his mind. So yatsar implies purpose, purpose. The potter gives the clay purpose as he squeezes it with his hand. That's the meaning of yatsar. Yatsar has this meaning of he forms it, he fashions it, or if you want, he ordains it. He ordains this wet clay is going to be this pot. That's all encompassed in the word yatsar. And the fact that God said about Israel in Isaiah 43.10, Isaiah 43.10, I have formed thee, Yatsar. I have formed this people for myself. It means that God hand-formed, he fashioned it, he ordained this people for himself. Now, this scene of God forming Yatsar, the clay, is, is, is used, he describes himself in Jeremiah 18.6, Jeremiah 18.6. O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, and that word potter is yatsar, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. And then speaking for the whole nation, Isaiah the prophet, he says to God in Isaiah 64, 8, Isaiah 64, 8, but now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou art our potter, yatsar, and we are all the work of thy hand. So when God says this people, in Isaiah 43, this people have I formed for myself. That meant that they're never going to be happy. The Jewish people will never be happy till they serve Jehovah Jesus. And the same is true for us in 2018. We're not going to, we, we've been formed. We've been yatsard by God for a purpose. That's why the Creation Museum is important, because it, it just cuts across and, and gets rid of this nonsense that we, that we, that we came from nothing. It's not true. We, we did come from nothing, but God made us out of nothing. But He yatsard us. And we're going to be happy when we see that and when we serve Him, giving up self to His service. You know, we've got a unique opportunity in 2018 because, I, because when it says in Isaiah 43:21, I think I might have given the wrong reference before, but it is Isaiah 43:21. This people have I formed for myself, and they shall show forth my praise. When we read that in Isaiah 43, 21, and we think about the Jewish people, and we understand that he's saying in Isaiah 43, 21, that God formed the Jewish people for himself, and they're going to show forth his praise. And we, and it doesn't take an Einstein to realize they're not doing that. That 2018 is therefore a unique opportunity for us. Because when we see this, that Jehovah Jesus said he's formed the Jewish people for himself, 
And in the future that they're going to show forth his praise, then we see that today <clears throat> they don't see themselves as formed by them, by the Lord Jesus, and they certainly don't see their purpose in life as serving him. That's our opportunity. Because he's called the Jewish people his own. He's called them his own in Isaiah 43.1. Isaiah 43.1, he says, but now thus saith the Lord that created thee, Bara, O, o, o Jacob, he that formed thee, Yetzar, <clears throat> O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. He says, thou art mine. The book of John starts off and it calls the Jewish people his own in, in John 1.11. He came unto his own and his own received him not, John 1.11. So Jehovah Jesus calls the Jewish people his own. He calls them, he, he, he says, thou art mine. But also, he has these, these, these astounding descriptions of them. He calls them, in, in another place, he calls them his peculiar treasure above all people. In Exodus 19.5, Exodus 19.5, Therefore, if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And then it says in Psalm 135.4, 135.4, the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself, Israel for his peculiar treasure. And Jehovah Jesus is then called the Jewish people the people of his inheritance. The people of his inheritance, Deuteronomy 4.20, Deuteronomy 4.20, the Lord hath taken you and brought you forth out of an iron furnace, even out of Egypt, to be unto him a people of inheritance as ye are this day. In Deuteronomy 32.9, Deuteronomy 32.9, he says, the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. It's amazing to read these things. He says, uh, he, he calls them special chosen people to himself in Deuteronomy 7.6, Deuteronomy 7.6, 7.6. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. We read that and go, huh? But he says, the Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are on the face of the earth. These terms, he calls them a chosen, peculiar people. Deuteronomy 14.2, Deuteronomy 14.2, thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself. But today, they're peculiar, all right, but not in the right way, because... They're far from Jehovah Jesus today. They're not showing forth his praise. And as a matter of fact, they are described by the Lord, the Jewish people, as being in five states, five conditions. First, they are spiritually hungry. Second, they are spiritually thirsty. Third, they are spiritually alienated from God or strangers. Fourth, they are spiritually naked. And five, they are spiritually imprisoned. And that becomes our golden opportunity to do something about that by bringing them the knowledge of Jehovah Jesus to encourage them to bow the knee before Jehovah Jesus, confess that Jesus is Jehovah so that they can be spiritually fed and given drink and reconciled to God and clothed and freed. And there's a special reward that he has and, and we should look at this in 2018 and say that's a special reward that he's offering them for those who feed them, give them drink, take them in, clothe them, and free them. And this is what the Lord says in Matthew 25, 
34, Matthew 25, 40, 34, that he calls the Jewish people the least of his brethren. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. Naked, you clothed me. Sick, you visited me. In prison, you came unto me. Then shall the righteous say unto him, Lord, when saw we thee a hungred and fed thee, as thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, took thee in naked, clothed thee? Or when saw we sick or in prison and came unto thee? The king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Now, many people today have given up on Israel, and they've adopted the so-called replacement theology, which states that, well, you know, when the Bible says the, the Israel, it's not referring to the Jewish people. Israel is now referring to the truth, to the church, which is false. It can't be true, because the scriptures talk about Israel, their past, present, and future in Romans 9, 10, and 11. Romans 9 starts off by saying, I say the truth in Christ. I, my conscience also bearing me witness, I lie not in the Holy Ghost, that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. I could wish thyself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites. Not the church, but the Jewish people are Israel that are far from God. And Romans 10.1, he says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Not the church. But the Jewish people are the Israel that are not saved. And Romans 11, 1 and 2, I say then, have God cast away his people? God forbid. I also am an Israelite, the seed of Abraham, tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people he foreknew. Not the church, but the Jewish people are the Israel that God has not cast away. And then Romans eleven twenty six, Romans eleven twenty six. So all Israel shall be saved, and as written, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Not the church, but the Jewish people are Israel and Jacob that shall be saved, and shall have ungodliness turned away from them. So that's our great opportunity in two thousand eighteen to help Israel, to help them to respond to the call to come out of the darkness into his marvelous light, as Peter said in 1 Peter 2.9. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that's our, that's our golden opportunity for 2018. We should to pray for, witness to, encourage the Jewish people, find their purpose in serving Jehovah Jesus that formed them with, their, with his hands. And that's true for us also, 2018. We're only gonna find happiness, we're only gonna find fulfillment as we see that our purpose is to serve and show the glory of the one who formed us, the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for, Lord, uh, thank you so much that Jacob made great progress from this 20% to 50%. And thank you, Lord, that you hold out for us the same desire and we want that in 2018 for ourselves as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. 
You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org and sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestorationministries.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California, Santee, California, 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org, Tom Cantor at friendshipwithgod.org. Or for more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at the Creation and Earth History Museum in Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for the Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. The Creation and Earth History Museum is excited to present our Israel Live summer trips in June, July, and August. Experience a trip to the Holy Land where you'll walk in the footsteps of Jesus and His Apostles, visit some of the most important sites to human history, and seek to make friendships with Jewish people that'll last a lifetime and into eternity. We hope you'll join us in reaching the nation of Israel, one friendship at a time. For more info, visit us at israelalive.org. That's israelalive.org.